Pastor Mike McCoy, welcoming you to the Time of Truth. I'm going to take a text tonight out of Acts chapter number 6, and we're going to get right into the ordination part of this service, but I'm going to share these scriptures with you. Uh, and, and before I start, normally I take a text and pray, but I'm going to pray before I start tonight and ask God's help on this. Father, I love you, and I thank you for helping us tonight, and, and I'm glad you're my hiding place, Lord. I, you've hidden me in the rock a lot of times. I bless you for that. And I thank you for each one that's come out tonight, and especially these candidates that's come, God, to, to be ordained as deacons into the service of this church and work for the body of Christ. Now, God, I pray you'd fill my mouth and guard my tongue and Help me, Lord, as we expound on a few verses here, that it'd be a blessing to the people and, and give us understanding as to the necessity, God, of this office that these men are willing to fill and occupy tonight. So, Lord, do your work through your people. Help us, and we'll praise you forever. And you're a good God. We ask it in our King's name, Jesus. Amen. And amen. We have here in the early church. This is the early church. The church has been birthed at Pentecost. The, per, the church is beginning to grow. The church has growing pains. Immediately, the church has growing pains. If you're going to do anything for the cause of Christ, I guarantee you, and it'll come, I'm not trying to dissuade or, or discourage anyone, but if you try to do anything, there will be growing pains when you do what you do for the cause of Christ. It's evidenced right here in this scripture. The Bible said in, in Acts chapter 6 and verse number 1, And in those days, when the number of the disciples was multiplied, there arose a murmuring of the Grecians against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in the daily menstruation. Now, let's, let's just stop right there for a moment, if I may. Now, the Grecians were, they were, they were Greek-speaking Jews, basically is what these were. The church at this time... So holds anywhere, and you'll uh, depend on who you read after, anywhere, the early church from 20,000 to 30,000 people is the estimated uh, uh, number of the early church at this time. A lot of them are Greeks. Watch, watch how God works, though. Them Grecians work for purpose. When they pick these deacons, you know who they're going to pick? Grecians. One proselyte Gentile. Wonder why they do that. And them in the middle of Jerusalem. And they're there because the church ain't going to stay there. It's going, God's way ahead of us tonight. And the church is going to go where these guys need to be. He's sending them out among their own kind. When they get there, they're going to be familiar with the language. They're going to understand the culture. Listen, it'd be hard for me to wade into the middle of Russia somewhere and start telling them how we do it in Tennessee. They really wouldn't care. Hey, so God's way ahead of them. He knows who to pick. He's about to send them on their way. The need. Then the twelve called the multitude of the disciples unto them and said, It is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Now, understanding this particular time, some might try to use this as an excuse for not doing anything but preaching. There's other things that's required of ministers today in the way the church operates and is functional. But there's a necessary, there's a great need for servants in the office of deacon. Listen, people, 
here's what's gonna happen, guys. You're gonna be ridiculed and run down. People tell deacon jokes, they do this. Brother Roger and I came up together in the same way. We both served as deacons. Randall done the same thing, served as deacons, and then God promoted us on into something else. Listen, but don't let the ridicule spoil what you do. Let them talk about you if they want to. Hey, God chose you for a specific work, and it's an honor and a joy to be able to do the work that God's called you in to do. Listen, how did he call you? Through me. He put you on my heart, and there you were, and that there, was, there was others I could have asked, but God said, ask them. And we did, and they agreed. These men at this time, they said, look, as the early church is being set up, understanding this, they're searching the scriptures to be able to persuade other Jews that Jesus was the Messiah. They're still, they still don't understand. They don't think he's the suffering servant in Isaiah 53. Are you with me? They don't think that's him. They don't think he was virgin born. They don't think that that's him. These guys are studying the word of God daily to understand that, that they can convince or persuade, as I said this morning with moral conviction, the Jews of that time, that they could understand that this Jesus was the Messiah and is the Messiah. So they said, we need time. We don't have time to do, we don't have, I don't have time to come over and chop your wood. I don't have time to come over and slaughter your lamb for you and cut it up. I don't have time to help you harvest. I don't have time. We don't have time to serve tables. Understand this also, that the early church was taking care of the early church. When there was a need, the church got together and met the need, but there was no, there was no, well, there, was, there might have been a few, but most of them done their best to work and contribute to the cause. You do it today, well, my phone rings off the hook. There's messages on a regular basis saying, hey, do you pay people's light bill? Will you buy me groceries? Will you do this, will you do that? And, and when I do call them and ask them, say, where do you go to church? Well, I don't go. I said, well, that's your problem. They don't want nothing to do with us until they are without. It wasn't that case in this day. This is the early church. These are believers in Christ. Some had more, some had less. They brought it all together, made sure that everybody had some. Verse number three. Wherefore, brethren, look ye out among you. Seven men of honest report. I'm gonna stop right there. We, we, we done that. We brought these men before this body and this body voted in confidence that these two men were qualified to serve as deacons to this particular body. There's some qualifications here of an honest report. I believe I have that in these two men tonight. And full of the Holy Ghost. The night you all prayed me out of the grips of death with COVID, and I was over there in the hospital, they said, Russell, come through here having a shouting fit when Pat called back and said, you got a hold of heaven, and Mike's going to be okay. 
full of the Holy Ghost. And wisdom. Whom we may appoint over this business. Wisdom, it goes a long ways. It's think you see things that need to be done and then you know how to respond. You may not have knowledge about things, but what knowledge you have, uh, you know how to use the knowledge that God's given you. I'll, I'll, I'll illustrate it. So our neighbor's tree fell over and blocked half the parking lot back here. I pulled in that morning, had to drive around the tree to get around the building, come everywhere I parked. I'm looking at that tree, I said, well, Pat, there's a big tree down. Russell comes to me after church, he said, hey, said, uh, I got a tractor, I'll take care of that. I didn't ask him to take care of that. He's willing to take care of something. Had the knowledge to do it, took care of it. You done a good job, Larry. You done a good job. Kathy, you had a little bit to do with it, too. Good job. I come over here, I come back Sunday night, that thing's piled up. I said, hallelujah. Now, wisdom sees things that needs to be done and just, just does the work. You're chewing on that. That's okay. There's some tables to be served, and he's going to appoint these men over this business. Or they are. But we'll give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. It's very necessary, as I said, in that day, essential that these guys done this. They had to have an answer for every question. They had to understand, though they knew the law, they had to understand every jot and tittle. They had to be sure the New Testament wasn't written as of yet, but it was about to be. So the understanding of them is all from Old Testament scriptures. Pentateuch had something to do with that. And the saying pleased the whole multitude. That should be the way it is with this congregation tonight as we voted as a body to, to install these men into this office of deacon and it should, be, it should be pleasing unto us. And they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Ghost. And Philip, I'm going to stop right there. That's the only two guys you're going to hear anything else about. Why is that important? Well, because the, the majority of them, all you know was they was put in the office as a deacon and nobody knew who they were except their name was on the list. So they may be folks that don't know what you do. And you'll do it though they don't know. You don't have to have a golden plaque on the wall saying this is me and I served this long doing this for this church. No, he knows. He knows. He knows, he knows why you agreed to do it, and he knows how you'll do it. He knows. He knows why you'll do it. He knows. These other five guys, you don't know what ever happened to these guys. We'll meet them one day in glory. We'll know them then. The Lord knoweth them that are his. Praise God. He knew. And all we know is that they made the list right here in the book of Acts. We know about Stephen. We know about Philip, the preaching deacon, Procurus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenius, Nicholas, a proselyte of Antioch. He's, listen, he's, he's a Gentile. We know about him. 
Why? Because his name's on the list. Whom they set before the apostles. And when they had prayed, they laid their hands on them. Watch this. In verse number five, you see them unified. Here's what happens when you get in unity. In verse number seven, you see them multiplied. And the word of God increased. And the number of the disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly. And a great company of the priests were obedient to the faith. Now at that time, if I, if I remember correctly, at that time, there's several thousand priests serving in Jerusalem at this particular time. You know that. They all didn't serve at the same time. They, they rotated. One served a while. Then the other would come in and serve. This would go back home. Remember old Simeon? Uh, it, 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 it's, uh, that do the work. This would come back out. But there's a large number of them. And the Bible said, and a great company of the priest were obedient to the faith. That means they got saved. Now, probably not just because of this, but it certainly was a factor because somebody was willing to serve the tables that the others might share the word. And that's what you're going to do. And you're going to be asked to do menial tasks and help people and, and, and clean up more trees and cut wood and, and get limbs off of houses and and, and all kinds of things. And they may forget who you are. He won't forget. He won't forget. From this night forward, he's going to remember what you've done. Say, well, I used to do it. He didn't forget what you used to do. He never forgot what you've done. If you've offered a cup of cold water in his name, praise God, you've not lost your reward. He hasn't forgotten. He certainly won't forget your work and labor of love. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray. And here's, here's what I'd like to do. With this being read and expounded upon, I'm going to ask uh, Dennis, you'll stay Randy, you and Rods, if you'll move over here by Brother Brant's, I'm going to ask my deacons to come, my ordained authority, come right here. Brother Brant's going to sit in. He's the oldest ordained. Come over here and sit in this as well. Randy, you're welcome. If you have questions, you're welcome to give them. It's, I'm not trying to, by any means, discount Brother Randy. Now I'm going to ask my candidates to come forward. Pastor Mike McCoy, thanking you for joining us at the Time of Truth.